0: Today, and I have with me author and someone I consider a friend, This is a production Allison of the Ultimate Christian the Podcast Network. Welcome to the, the Not Lukewarm Gina Podcast Tom, with Deanna Bartolini, an author, speaker and, speaker, and retreat leader and who se- wants you to know your faith and uh, live not lukewarm. And she is with us to talk about her new book, which is part of the Stay Connected Journal series for Catholic women. And her new The newest title is Seeking Peace, a Spiritual Journey from Worry to Trust. Hi, Allison. Hi, Deanna. Thank you so much for having me on your podcast. I'm really grateful and honored. Uh, Well, it's exciting. You know, we've worked together. I've been on your podcast and now you're on mine. So I think this is is great. Um, And you're uh, one of this... Stay Connected Journals for Catholic
1: Women Authors. So I think it's wonderful that we get to spend some more time together. I really loved
0: working with you. And when it, your book is one of my favorites. Well, thank you. I enjoyed working with you as well. Hence why I thought you should be on the podcast again. <laughs> um, so Seeking Peace, A Spiritual Journey from Worry to Trust. All right. So <laughs> Worry to Trust. That's a big one. Uh, what made you choose this topic uh, this is my life.
1: I have been, <laughs> I've been pretty good at worrying for a very long time. And I just want to say at the outset that this is the kind of worry about everyday ordinary life stuff. That um, the anxiety and worry that is more,
0: um,
1: you know, medical, then that's that's a whole different ballgame. And that i um, because what i'm going to talk about is prayer and devotion and scripture and some people may hear that and go i've been doing that for years you're telling me i can pray myself out of this worry out of this anxiety and that and if you're not then i'm failing that i'm not a good enough christian i don't believe in god enough no i'm not saying that at all in fact part of my journey has been counseling and medication for my anxiety, and so this is a completely different. The this book, *A Seeking Peace: A Spiritual Journey from Worry to Trust*, is really about the anxiety and worry that come with everyday, ordinary life, and not the medical kind. of make, make sure I get that um, out there first, so that people don't feel that um, you know that they're failing if they're not able to quote unquote pray themselves out of their worry. Because there's a very different, uh, that's a very different animal. But what brought me to this was the fact that I have struggled my whole life with worrying about everything, about my health, about my family, as I got older, about my finances. And I realized as I became a speaker and went out across the, the country, that I wasn't the only one who felt this way. But I had gotten to a place in my life where I had really found peace or the ability to regain my peace when I lose it through
0: um, my Catholic faith. And that's what I wanted to share with others. You know, I think it's interesting. It's good. I'm glad that you made that differentiation between that, that, almost crippling anxiety that people have and that does require more uh, work to be relieved of in terms of going to counseling and possibly using medication. And that ordinary worry that sometimes paralyzes us in a sense, you know, to go about the next task for the day. You know, that obsessive worrying that is grounded maybe sometimes in fear, sometimes in confusion, and just not the peace that God really wants us to have in our life. Uh, so, as so, is the book uh, like a how-to book? What what would you classify it as? It's um, a definitely a a Bible study,
1: a book club, um, self-help, um, spirit. Just just really the stay connected journals. Really, the the point of them really is to stay connected to God to your faith and to others. So I love to think of this book as something you can do on your own. Uh you at this time of course we could do it virtually with others and someday very soon I hope we can actually get together with others to study it uh to to because I think part of my own journey of coming out of that paralyzing fear and and anxiety is that um I was able to talk with other women. I mean, I, I think there's this idea of when we keep things in, it's in the darkness. You know, like we think, I think of the, these words rolling around in my head in the dark. And who's the prince of darkness, right? You know, the, the devil, he's the one who likes to, to play in that. That's his playground. But when we speak things out, we bring them into the light. And of course, the prince of light is Jesus. And we give these things to him, these worries, these fears, these anxieties, we give them to him. And in in with our girlfriends, we can also you know, hear his voice through them. They're comforting because we never talk as nice to ourselves as we do to our friends. Isn't that true? It's true, and so
0: sad <laughs> 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 because we deserve just as much kindness from ourselves as other people deserve from us. <laughs> That's so true, um, and I I think it's true. I think you know, oftentimes people do walk around in a little bit of, oh my gosh, I'm probably the only person who feels that way. And that really is hardly ever the truth, isn't it? Uh, That very rare are you the only person who feels that way. And it's when we allow that, to become the voice we listen to, which is, as you said, the darkness. And it's the person who doesn't want the truth to come to light, which is that struggling can be a part of your life sometimes in a big way. But we have Jesus who says to us, "Uh, uh-uh, let me take that from you. Let, let me take that from you. Come to me. And I will get rid of those burdens, and I will help you with those burdens and you know once we turn to him, then we're going to be in the light, as you said, mm-hmm. and not carry around that stuff that we carry around in the darkness where we where we feel like we're hopeless. so Thank how you. does the book uh guide you into that into the light, so to speak? well, I think that it
1: is understanding that suffering is part of life is part of our even part of our faith I mean look at the symbol of our faith is the cross though so if, if suffering and difficulties weren't p- part of how we're sanctified how we're brought closer to Christ it, it, that would be part of everybody's life then I don't think that would be the symbol so and then we look at Jesus's life it's we see him in the garden, you know, let this cup pass me by, but if not, your will be done. And now we know, we know the rest of the story, so we know that was God's will. But what did God send Jesus in those moments? He sent him angels to minister to him. He, you know, never abandons him, never forsakes him. He Even from the cross, Jesus is using the scriptures for Psalm 22, speaking of, never, you know, he says, my God, my God, why have you abandoned me? But he was really talking about Psalm 22, and that that at the end of that psalm, he is this is the the blessing of um, staying faithful. So, for me, looking at this book, looking at my own worry, I look at Jesus and His life and my faith, and like, what can we use to continue to help us find the light, to stay faithful, and find peace that Jesus said He came to give us. And I really see it in having that time of prayer. Jesus was very good at praying, and he would step away to pray. He would, you know, try to find time. I mean, I can't. anyone was any busier than Jesus, all people trying to get at him and get his attention. So he stepped away to pray. He retreated to pray. He knew his scriptures. He knew, he held, like the Psalms for me are just such a beautiful place of of finding solace and strength. So he would use his scriptures and the devotions of his faith. And we have that same, you know, he did the, he kept the Sabbath. He, uh, we see him at the Last Supper, the the Passover, all of those beautiful things of faith, we have in abundance. And to to turn to those and to use those is um, just this great gift that God gives us. And for me, worry is like an action verb, but I know that it doesn't really do anything but put me on that little hamster wheel of going round and round. So when I look at these, um, these tenets of our faith and I hold on to them and practice them, they give me the thing I'm looking for, the action I'm looking for. But in a way that drives me away from my own thoughts and my own inwardness to being upward and outward, which is a far more healthy way
0: to be um, kind of experiencing life. I like that upward and outward. You know, it's often been said uh, not so much about worry. But I think you can translate it to that, is that when you are feeling down about your own life, one of the best ways to get out of it is to help someone else. And I think with worry, it's when you get out of your head, Mm -hmm. you know, like you just said, upward and outward, that you realize that it is in your head and it doesn't need to be. Because when we speak it, then we often realize that it holds no power. But it's in that speaking, it's in that getting rid of. And so I imagine uh, some of the scripture you've chosen helps in this way to get rid of what we're worried about. And once you speak it, then it doesn't hold power over you anymore. Yes, every chapter has five or so
1: scriptures that Really drive us to the to God's word. So people say all the time, "I don't hear God speaking to me," and I can relate to that because for many years I did not either until I started to read the scriptures, and that was only about ten or fifteen years ago. That's a kind of a big. Scan yeah, so till like about 15 years ago, I guess. I, I hate the idea of how age happens, but
0: anyway, yeah, <laughs> another, time passes far worry. more quickly than we realize, right? <laughs> know, that's a whole
1: <laughs> different worry, not in this book. <laughs> so, so the last chapter is about hope, um, and the final hope, but um, you know, returning to the scriptures, I was like, oh my gosh, God does speak to me, He does, there's no problem, there's no thing in my life that god hasn't addressed in the scriptures and so some of my favorite ones are like 365 times you know in certain versions of the bible it tells you not to worry not to doubt do not fear and so there's a lot of those in there and one of my favorites if i could share with you deanna one of my favorites is 1 peter 5 7 it's saint peter and he says cast all your cares upon him because he Sorry, cast all your anxieties upon him because he cares for you. And when I read that the first time, I thought, well, why would Peter say this? And the more I prayed about it, I had this aha moment. I love those in scripture when you have these aha moments, realizing that they're all interconnected and not written higgledy-piggledy. Like they all have purpose. You realize there's a night where Peter is fishing and he can't catch anything. And it's not like he went for a leisure fish fishing day and it was like, you know, it's a good day of fishing. But, you know, I haven't because I'm out there fishing, but I haven't caught anything. So it's not a great day of fishing. No, it's a very important day of fishing because he needs that money. He fished for a job. He had his family to take care of. He had men who needed money to take care of their bills. It, you know, if anybody know, I mean, we all live in this world where you need money to live unfortunately and if you're not getting paid if you're not making what you need to that is very stressful especially if you're the breadwinner in your family so here's peter having this real moment of crisis and who appears to him jesus and in a great moment of trust when jesus says i know you've been doing the same thing over and over again which we can all relate to (laughs) but here try something different try following me try listening to my advice and following me and when he changes that perspective when he throws the net to the other side god doesn't just give him a little he gives him an abundance and i'm not saying that every time you turn to god in prayer that you're going to end up you know rich how <laughs> it works but you're going to end up because i feel like every answer to every prayer we have to god is peace and so, what Peter was given in that moment was an abundance of peace, knowing that God, Jesus, that, that God and Jesus hear us, that they care for us, that they give us an abundance of what we need, and that you're you're taken care of in the, in a way that is answered uh, in God's will. You know, God has a plan and a purpose for us. That's also in there. Jeremiah twenty nine eleven. You seek and you will find. And in that is that amazing peace that ultimately what God wants for us is for us to be with him forever in heaven. And everything that he allows us to endure here is to strengthen and sanctify us, to assure us that of that ultimate goal, which I, for me gives me an amazing amount of peace.
0: It is true that once we turn it all over to him, he gives us back the greatest gift, which is peace. Amen. And it is just that constant, though turning it over. Um, <laughs> you know, oftentimes it's all right, Lord. Here, here's here are my needs. Here are my prayers. Here are my anxieties. And then five minutes later, it's like, oh wait, wait. Can I can I look at that one again? Can I can I take <laughs> care of that one myself? And it's really hard sometimes to not do that. But it's one of the things. And again, we talked, you know, joking about time flying and aging. But as I have gotten older, uh, and not that I consider myself old or anything, but as I've gotten (laughs) older, um, I have learned that my way, which is hurry up, do it now, I really need to take care of this, I need to be in control, really isn't the best way. And it is that idea of turning over the cares of everyday life to him. Because once I find that once I do that I turn over all the little things then I can look at the big things and really find out how God wants me to take care of them amen and you know going
1: back to that fishing analogy I take a fishing pole to the to the prayer time with God and instead of taking a net like Peter did which you completely cast and let go of I bring my fishing pole and I cast my problem to God, my prayer, my request. And then if God doesn't answer it quick enough, or I feel like, oh, wait, I need to save that prayer for a bigger problem, or I don't want to bother God at this moment, I start reeling it back in. And that is not at all what Peter is talking about in that 1 Peter 5, 7, to cast, just give it to him, let go.
0: And one of the chapters is actually on the wisdom of surrender. So you've talked about two chapters so far. You said there's a chapter on hope and then the wisdom of surrender. Can you just give give us a, a little list of the other chapters?
1: Sure. Uh, it, each one is called building trust through. And then there's okay. the different ways. So you can build trust through life experience, the divine physician, Providential care, devotions, gift of hindsight, and then again, the wisdom, surrender, and hope. And the weirdest thing about this, Deanna, the weirdest thing about the Seeking Peace, the Spiritual Journey from Borrowed to Trust book was that it was supposed to come out last year. And oh. circumstances, it just, they just didn't happen. And then I actually had to put the next um, seeking, uh, sorry, um, Stay Connected journal, Becoming Holy, ahead of mine because I just could not get this book written. And it came out, they actually made it available, uh, May 1st is the launch date, but they actually had it available almost two months early. And just about the time most of us went into uh, stay-at-home self-quarantine it became available. And I thought, if God's perfect timing, if the Holy Spirit isn't behind this book, because here's this, these t- worrying about your finances, worry about your health, worry about um, the unknown and the uncertainty and being able to surrender yourself. If there was ever a time for it, it was now. And I thought, wow, God, your time, your perfect timing, as I struggled and and complained and fretted over not being able to complete this
0: project i just needed to take my own advice and surrender there you go it's it's always toughest to take our own advice isn't it Mm -hmm. so allison we're almost uh running out of time so where is the book available well,
1: it was our, our Sunday visitor, but okay. also I know you can assure you, you can get it through Amazon, but there is um, a delay in shipping if you're listening to this anytime in May 2020. So what we've done is made it available as a PDF. So if you purchase it now and while you're waiting for your hard copy to come in the mail, you can reach out to me at you at gmail.com and I will send you the
0: PDF so you don't have to wait to start seeking peace. That is great, and I, of course, will put all of this information in the show notes with links to where you can find the book and how you can reach Allison, and also to follow her on social media and on her blog, Reconciled to You. So Alison, Thank you very, very much uh, for being with me today, and I greatly appreciate it. And I have learned a lot, as I always do when we talk, and I hope our listeners have as well. So thank you, and I hope you have a wonderful, wonderful week. Any last words? Just to be easy on ourselves and know that God never asks the
1: impossible. If he tells you that I've come to give you peace, believe him.
0: Seek it and let him fill your heart with peace. Amen. I love that one. Um, That may wind up being our challenge for this week. So uh, (laughs) Allison and I will discuss that uh, when we sign off and I will let you know what it is. I'll add it into the the audio in a little bit. All right. Thank you everyone for listening. And I hope to be with you again next week. God bless you. We're not lukewarm challenge this week, especially if you are listening to this anytime in May. 2020, as Allison said, our challenge this week is going to be to take it easy. We have been through a lot in our various situations uh, in terms of this pandemic of the COVID-19. Whether you have been socially distancing, physical distancing, on lockdown, whatever you want to call it, we've had enough challenges, I think, going on in the last two months or possibly more. And so this week, rest, rest in the God, rest in the one who loves you and who cares for you and who knows what you need. So when you are struggling, turn to him and pause and just hold on to what you know to be the truth. And that is that God loves you and is right there with you. See you next week.